We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host, Brittany King. How are we doing? Feeling kind of crazy today? It's Tuesday, but as I'm recording this, it's Monday, April 26th, and you can't deny that there's something going around in our universe right now. I mean, I know that I feel it, and I'm guessing that you might be feeling it too. And as I talk about this today, I am in no way, shape, or form an expert about full moons, new moons, all of that. I have my go-to resources for that. However, I just want to share where I'm at with this full moon and the experiences that I've been having lately. So... I've always been in love with the moon. Like I, whenever the moon is bright and full, I just always have found it so intriguing. And maybe it's just the reminder that there's just so much more to life than just what we physically experience every day. And when it's a full moon, especially, I just can't get enough of it. And a full moon is the brightest and most intense phase of the lunar cycle. Before I ever really tapped into full moons, new moons, and the energies of the universe, I always had crazy dreams or intense moments during the time of the full moon. And, you know, I'd always joke around and be like, oh, it's just full moon energy. However, I think that it was never really a joke. I think there is much more to it than just saying, oh, you know, full moon energy, just blaming it on the moon. So the moon lights up the sky. And in a way, opens up this realm of truth. And what I love about a full moon is the moon allows us to see all sides of ourselves and acknowledge the places we normally keep hidden from everyone. And that's including our conscious minds. And I attended a, it's interesting because I attended a full moon circle last night. And I was really resistant to going. I overindulged on the weekend in wedding festivities and it was so much fun, but I paid for it yesterday. I was struggling big time, so tired and I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. I was like, I just want to go to bed. I want to eat and just go to sleep. But I was listening to my higher self and she just kept saying, just go just go. It's just go. It's going to be worth it. And I'm so glad that I did because the whole theme of this new moon is confronting our shadows. And by doing so, we are able to build the path for our best life. 
And I could have beat myself up about how terrible I felt and how they were self-inflicted wounds. But the way that we introduced this circle was really about having compassion for ourselves and opening our eyes to what is beneath the surface of our energy. And if we're open to this practice, the full moon shows us the areas where our attention needs to shift and transform and become places of power instead of limitations on our path. And this was really important for me to have this moment because I've been working. I've been working on myself. I've been really tapping in, diving into this practice and confronting the shadows that I have. And ironically, and it's no coincidences, the other day I was leaving my house to go to a visualization workshop. And as I'm leaving, I see something dangling from the garage. And I'm like, what is that? And I walk closer and it's a huge snake. It's a huge snake. And at first I was freaked out because I wasn't expecting to have a visitor. But it was really weird because after I had this moment of freak out, I got close to it and I wasn't afraid. And I'm looking at this snake and I'm like, okay, well, I know this is a message. I know this is a messenger from the spirit world. I know because I do it with everything. If something unexpected comes to me, you can check my Google search. I think I Google search the most, the spiritual meaning of fill in the blank. So this experience, that's exactly what I did. After we got the snake out of our garage safely, he slithered away. So of course I looked it up as soon as I left my house. I looked up the spiritual meaning of a snake. And the first thing I saw was fertility and rebirth. And the Googles, because it's, you know, where all the information comes from, told me that serpents and snakes represent fertility or a creative life force. As snakes shed their skin, they are symbols of rebirth, transformation, immortality, and healing. As snakes shed their skin, they are symbols of rebirth, transformation, immortality, and healing. I mean, that whole experience blew my mind. Because if you are following along on my journey in December, which is almost six months ago, I had a miscarriage and it turned my whole entire world upside down. And I've been on this healing journey and not just physically healing my body, but also healing my emotional body and my spiritual body. And I've been doing some deep, deep work. So you could imagine that getting a visitor from the spirit world that was a snake that represents fertility and rebirth shook me in the best way possible. And it just felt like this powerful confirmation. So the fertility part stood out, but then also what really stood out was the shedding of these layers and these structures and memories and stories of the past. And 
I feel like I had this like soul graduation recently and I am no longer living in this place of separation and I'm finding a way to merge all of these different areas of my life physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And my intention for the past five months has just been to raise my consciousness so I can help others raise their consciousness and break through their limitations. So when that snake came to visit and then fast forward to the full moon of just like shedding these layers and just like, I can't deny these synchronicities that are showing up in my life. And this whole experience really stood out because I'm shedding old memories of pain and trauma. And I'm allowing my soul to come back and shine through because for a while there, I just felt so low. I just felt so low after having the miscarriage and I've never experienced something like that in my life. I'm usually really good at bouncing back and making things better right away. And I realized that this is not one of those things that can just be fixed instantly. And there's a whole process that goes through this. So it's amazing that on Thursday, I saw the snake. On Sunday, I attended this full moon circle. And today is Monday. And, or as I record this podcast, it's Monday. And as I dive into this real meaning of the full moon, it's all making sense. Like it's all connecting and coming together. So the intensity that we feel when there's a full moon is due to the sun and the moon opposing each other in the sky. So when we are on earth, we are caught in the middle and we feel the effects of their energy pulling on each other. I mean, think about how powerful the moon is. It controls the ocean. It controls water. So of course the full moon is controlling our energetic experience. So this push and pull feeling that we're experiencing the energy of the universe, it feels very tense in our nervous system because it's bringing up all of this stuff and it stirs up emotions. And then of course, that leads to sleepless nights and old memories happening. And this intenseness only feels this way until there's a breakthrough. So each full moon allows us to shed a layer of energy and it allows us to shift into a new way of being and let go of an old story. So in order to experience a positive shift in our vibration and our consciousness, which is available every full moon, not just this full moon in Scorpio. I mean, this is available at any full moon. But in order to do this, we have to be willing to walk through some discomfort. And this discomfort comes from our own mind. And it stays hidden until the full moon literally pulls them out. So once these thoughts and this way of being is in plain sight, we can work with the energies that drive our subconscious and help us create a breakthrough so we can live in a higher vibration. 
So every full moon impacts our body uh, emotionally, energetically, like we feel it. And that's because the moon rules our emotions. So each full moon is going to affect our emotions differently. And that's okay. I mean, this full moon, the message has been like, you're going to have feels like, and you're going to have feels. And it's important to feel your feels. You can no longer stuff it down. And I think that that's the breaking point that I was at. And not just after having the miscarriage, the miscarriage really opened doors to other things that I've been pushing down for most of my life. And the work that I have been doing on this spiritual level has helped bring this like muck, these murky waters to light so I can acknowledge them, honor them, and then move through it because that is the way. Now, there is so much more to understanding the full moon. And like I said, I am not an expert. I have resources and people that I lean on for this information and I will put them in the show notes. But I think the most important thing that I want to share with you and like the experience that I've been having is drop in. The worst thing that can happen in any given moment is feeling an emotion. And I know personally, I never had the skill of feeling an emotion because I thought emotions were weak. And if I had a difficult emotion, that it meant that something was wrong with me. So I just focused on being happy all the time. And that worked for a while until it didn't work. And when I wasn't happy all the time, I thought that something was terribly wrong with me, which couldn't be further from the truth. Like when you're feeling this opposition of emotions, that just means you're alive and it just means that you're a human being. So this full moon, especially because it is very heavy on all of the feels, just lean into it. Know that you're going to be okay because the worst thing that can happen in a given moment is feeling an emotion. And what is an emotion? It's just a vibration that moves through our bodies. That's all that an emotion is. And where do emotions come from? Our thoughts. So you are going to be experiencing these emotions and it's important instead of pushing away the difficult emotions to allow them to be a part of your experience so you can figure out what thought is creating this experience and this discomfort. And that's really freaking powerful to be able to sit with an emotion and separate yourself from the emotion and figure out what subconscious thought is creating this experience. And what better time than a full moon that is pulling out all of these emotions? It's freaking crazy. So if you know that the worst thing that can happen in any moment is feeling an emotion, allow yourself to just be with it. And if we're willing to look at ourselves and see why we are creating these low vibrations in our life, we'll be able to shift into a much higher vibe place and a much different path than what you're currently on. It helps us understand why we have chosen certain patterns and options for ourselves at a deeper level. And I think the most important thing to keep in mind is this work requires so much compassion, so much compassion and so much love for ourselves. It's so important that we are willing to forgive ourselves so we can move into a higher state of being. So this releasing and shifting is the work of every full moon, and it's important to recognize the gift that the full moon can bring light to our darkest, shadowy parts of ourselves. 
And I know that those dark shadowy parts are parts that you want to avoid, ignore, pretend like they don't exist, but they are a part of you. They are a part of you and it's so important for you to open up so you can love your whole self, not just parts of yourself. So when the full moon meets Scorpio, there is magic in the air. And because this is one of the most intense full moons of the year, which is ruled by water and the planet Pluto, Scorpio asks us to confront our deepest emotions. So in doing so, Scorpio reminds us that we are the healers, that we can transform any energy, any emotion, any behavior, and we can turn darkness into light and tension into relaxation. We can heal the most painful wounds and turn them into wisdom. I mean, how much power is in that statement? So much power, right? Like we can either be a victim to the things that we've experienced in our life, or we can turn that into our power. And what's so amazing is we get to choose that. So the key to working with this big moon energy is being willing to heal and feel, okay? Healing equals feeling. That's it. We have to allow ourselves to feel. I can't say that enough. The more work that I have done, the more I realize how powerful feeling our emotions are. Like that's everything. Like even if you come out of this experience just feeling something that you've never actually allowed yourself to to experience, then you're on the right path. And when we can feel our emotions, we can actually look at our feelings and put our logical mind at bay. So we need to feel in order to transform. And that just means slowing down, looking inward, holding space for any energy that arises from our subconscious thoughts. That's it. You don't have to be doing, 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 trying to distract yourself, which is something that can happen, especially when you're feeling an intense emotion and you don't know what to do with it. And if you just slow down and drop in, there is so much transformation that can happen. Now, what makes this energy so intense is that it makes us face the present moment. And if we stop in our tracks and we let go of distractions and confront reality, what would we do? Like if we just stop moving and we stop doing and we stop going, if you just took a moment and stopped, would you say that you're happy or satisfied or where you're at? Or are you just going through the motions of life because that's what you think you're supposed to be doing? So during this particular full moon, we can let go of everything that we think we're supposed to be doing, everything that we think we're supposed to be being, and just allow ourselves to be in the present moment. And this type of energy moves through any surface level stuff and brings us to the heart of the matter. During this time, we cannot lie to ourselves or anyone else. Anything that we've been sweeping under the rug or pretending like it doesn't exist needs to become needs to come out and be seen. And this can include any emotions that we rather not deal with. Any subconscious beliefs, limitations, biases, anything that you have suppressed that we often like to project onto others. And you can harness this energy from the full moon and transform 
which is going to make you super uncomfortable, but it's also the necessary key ingredient for growth. And there's a lot of steps into transformation, but every single thing starts with the willingness and awareness to look beneath the surface of our conscious mind and become aware of who we actually are. Transformation starts when you confront what is happening in the present moment. And trust me, it's going to be challenging, it's going to be uncomfortable, and it's probably going to create a lot of anxiety in the moment. And that's okay. Take an honest look at your unconscious tendencies. Scorpio is going to point out what is underneath the surface that is still controlling us, even if we don't acknowledge it. We are puppets of our unconscious mind. And what I mean by that is though we have 90-ish, I don't know the exact percentage of our thoughts are unconscious. And because we know that thoughts create how we feel, that means 90% of your emotions are coming from your unconscious mind. And how you feel drives how you act. And then how you act creates the results in your life. So if you don't like the results in your life, chances are it's driven from your unconscious mind. Isn't that freaking crazy? So in order to take control of our life and our behavior, we must face the unconscious. We must face the shadowy parts and, and not just dive in and be hard on ourselves and judge ourselves and be mean because that's not going to get us anywhere. You have to be compassionate, kind, and loving through this process. Facing the depths of your soul is not easy. It can be scary and intense and bring up raw emotions. However, everything is on the other side of that. Everything is on the other side of that. And then it's so healing and it's so empowering. And when I look up in the sky, I think the biggest feeling that I have is how powerful we actually are. And I think that full moon reminds us of that power. Facing our shadows takes courage and compassion. And as you go through these layers on this full moon, remember to love every part of yourself and your story. You need that love and acceptance to heal. There's no other way through. So you're going to find hidden pieces of yourself that you might be at first so scared of confronting, but you have to shine light on them. One of my favorite quotes is, everything has cracks. That's how the light gets in. So allow yourself to see those cracks in your soul and allow the light to shine on them. Remember, you are a human and you are not perfect. None of us are perfect. Perfect doesn't exist and that's okay. We are full of darkness and light. So it's important that you learn about both sides of yourself because the only way of knowing your whole self is so you can reach your highest potential. Oh, so good. So, so good. So I think the biggest takeaway of me sharing and just kind of rambling about what I've learned and like my experience lately is remember to feel. Remember to feel. If you take anything away from this conversation that I'm having with myself and you're listening to, although you can totally talk back to me, remember to feel. Now, you might already begin to be feeling these emotions, 
because it happens before the full moon and it lasts about two days after. So as you listen to this podcast on Tuesday, you have a window to really feel. So you might want to cry and you might want to scream and you might want to like react and, and, and that's okay in the moment. However, you also just want to feel. And there's a difference because when we avoid our emotions, we react, we avoid, and we reject. We're just like, we push them off. And the thing is, they don't go anywhere. They just get buried again. So instead of reacting, instead of resisting, instead of avoiding, just follow your emotions. Just follow them. And as you do this, more feelings might arise. And I just want you to just sit with them and allow them to run through you. Make sure you have a journal handy. Um, and I'm going to actually walk you through something that I do with my clients when they're feeling a very intense emotion, intense emotion. And I hope that this can help you. So if you're feeling an intense emotion and you want help, walking through it, you can come back to the end of this podcast and you can listen to it. You can also download it uh, from the show notes and you can just have this as a resource when you are experiencing something and you don't know what it is and you want to allow it instead of resist it. So when a feeling arises, it's a vibration in your body. It's a vibration in your body. So when you're experiencing emotion, I just want you to close your eyes for a moment and drop in. Put your feet on the ground. Take a couple of big breaths in through your nose. Exhale. Take a quick moment doing a body scan. The skill of having to allow an emotion because emotions are going to come up with this full moon. This is important to know that this is a skill you have to learn because you've probably never learned how to allow an emotion. And it's an important distinction because it's different than reacting to an emotion. And it's not the same thing as resisting an emotion or pretending that it's not there by avoiding it. So let's say you're feeling intense sadness. And when you allow the feeling of sadness without resisting, avoiding, or reacting, you begin to notice it by just observing with compassion. So I want you to close your eyes and just drop in for a moment. Putting your feet on the ground, taking a deep breath in through your nose. Exhale. Asking yourself, what am I feeling right now? Where is this vibration in my body? And it's important to stay with it. How do you know that you're feeling this emotion rather than an, another one? What is specific about this emotion? Does it have a texture? Does it have a color? 
Does it have a speed? Is it moving fast through your body or slow? Now stay with that vibration. And instead of getting rid of it, I just want you to breathe it in. Allow the emotion by opening your heart up to it. Move toward it. Remember, you can handle the emotion. It's just a vibration in your body. And you might notice that your body is wanting to tighten up against it, and that's okay. Just release that tension. Let the emotion be heavy. Let it buzz, vibrate, or even agitate. Whatever the emotion needs to do in your body, you can allow it without suffering. As soon as you begin to observe the vibration and describe the emotion in detail, you might notice yourself soften. Allow yourself to accept the emotion without judgment and just notice. And as you go through this process, when you walk through it, this is what's happening. First, you want to describe the emotion, like what is going on in your body. And this shifts your brain from creating the emotion to watching it. And that's a really important piece because you start to separate yourself from the thoughts, from the emotions. And then when you name it, when you can pinpoint what is the emotion that I'm feeling, it separates you from that emotion. So there's a really big difference between I am feeling anxious or I am anxious. So as you are experiencing this, be careful because if you're saying I am sadness, you're identifying with the emotion. And then the last piece is asking yourself what thought is creating this emotion? And that's going to help you really dive in and see actually see what thought is creating this for you. And that's freaking powerful, my friend. So there you have it. That is all about feeling your feelings during this very intense but transformative full moon. So remember to have compassion and more than having compassion, have curiosity. If you allow yourself to be curious about what's going on and opening up to the shadowy parts of yourself, you will experience transformation. There's no way around it. So in order to fully love yourself, my friend, you have to open up to the darkest, murkiest waters of yourself because as you open up, that's how the light is going to shine through. And those shadows, those darkest areas are going to transform into your most powerful self. All right. As you go through this work, one of the questions that we did in our full moon workshop was what am I letting go of and what am I inviting in 
through this full moon. So if you listen to this episode and you feel inspired to share your message, take a screenshot and tag me so I can support this journey, this transformation into feeling your feelings and using your emotions to step in to your most powerful, magnificent self. All right, my friend, have a beautiful, beautiful day. Enjoy being in all of your feelings, harnessing all your power, and I will catch you next time. Remember to love yourself, own your happiness and your feelings, and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.